AS South Africa, welcome to Farmers Inside Track Weekend. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu, editor for audience and engagement at Foodform Zanzi. Now, while dam levels in the rest of the country are looking relatively good, the Eastern Cape sits at the bottom of the barometer. Human Settlements Water and Sanitation Spokesperson Sputnik Ratao weighs in and highlights the turnaround strategy for this province, specifically when it comes to our farmers. Now, Mr. Ratao, livestock farmers in the Eastern Cape are monitoring dam levels with bated breath. What is the current situation farmers have to deal with in this province? I think it is important to note that even though agriculture is one of those beneficiaries, obviously, that have to be concerned about the dam levels in the Eastern Cape, but we do have a general concern about the province anyway, because we know that it has not quite recovered from the drought that has started in about 2014. And this has not just affected the farmers, it has also affected industry, it has affected domestic use, and so on. And that is why all of us are really concerned that even at the moment, we are not seeing the kind of recovery that but we should hope that and the rainy season that comes with it, we might be able to see better outcomes than we have seen over the last two years. Now, the Eastern Cape is yet to recover from a protracted drought, which has seen the province suffer for several years now. How do you see the turnaround strategy for the province? The drought is still ongoing in, in some areas, especially those that are of concern. Obviously, the water supply systems, the one of Algoa and the one of Amatol, and both of them are not recovering as we would have wished for. But what we are doing as, as a department working together with government, obviously, at other tiers, is to look at what we can do to augment those kinds of systems. That is why we are looking at the Tsomon Amagwe pipeline that we are busy with construction at the moment that will be able to assist us with interlinkages of the systems so that, you know, uh, we can then augment the one system with another in case of need. Obviously, when we are looking at the establishment of the Yan Clean Hands water treatment works, it is because we are looking at how we can be able to provide larger volumes of treated water in the long term. What we also are obviously utilizing is the pipeline from the use the pipeline at certain times. Over, we're able to transfer water from the Harit through the Sundays River and into the Eastern Cape. So we, we are looking at all of those because remember, even though we were we are using the Kharib, which is the biggest dam in the country, for that kind of transfer. But we cannot also empty the Kharib, because remember, the Kharib is in the free state, and it has got very particular uses for the farming community in the free state and all of the other towns that are within its environs. In the Food from Zanzi article highlighting these issues, you say that water storage levels continues to decline. How rapid is this and how is it impacting farmers in the province? Coming out of the winter, it would be expected that that the levels would be declined. Remember that the winter season is not a rainy season for the largest parts of the country. And that is why most of the inland provinces together with KwaZulu-Natal and the Eastern Cape would not necessarily receive rain in the winter season. But obviously, as we have now gone past the winter season, we're hoping that we will be able to steer. Obviously, already, we should have received quite a good amount of rain to hope that uh, the rains from months come crawling in. Now, the Eastern Cape Department of Rural Development and Agrarian Reform has honoured its promise 
to fix 15 dams across the province. How will this impact farmers? Any relief for them? You would find that those dams that they referring to are your normal farm dams and smaller dams in municipality. As a department, we are not really involved in that process. What we know is that the dams that we are responsible for, we will keep on watching and monitoring week on week as we do normally, so that we can be able to see how that then would influence the farm dams that are in the individual dams. Remember that some of those dams are just meant to water your livestock as well as the farming activities themselves. So they are not necessarily such big dams that they would have a huge impact on the broader community of the Eastern Cape. And then before we let you go, do you have any practical advice for Eastern Cape farmers dealing with this situation day to day? So it is imperative and it it's incumbent upon each one of us to take responsibility from wherever we are and in whatever activities that we are involved in to make sure that we consciously use water conservatively. All of us have a common responsibility of making sure that our water demand does not impact negatively on water availability. For the farming community, let us also assist farmers to look at new and uh, to talk to how they use water on their farms so that we can be able to be sure that they also come into this new technological way of utilizing water in a manner that will ensure a longevity of so away from, you know, uh, irrigating during towards dusk continues to be the best times for us to be able to utilize water in that way. Thanks so much for joining us, Human Settlements and Water and Sanitation Spokesperson Sputnik Ratao. For more on this story and other trending agri-news, visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za. Now that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Remember, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your family, friends and fellow farmers. From me, Don Numdu and Megan van der Vent, our producer, and the rest of the Food for Mzanzi team, have a fabulous weekend. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food for Mzanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.